Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And this week we're going to do Perfect Blue from 1997, directed by Satoshi Kon. I think I said that right. I think so. Give it a go. Uh, but before we do that, what have you been up to this week? I've been at work again. So much work. Mate. So much work. Oh. Yeah, I've been at work again. Oh, hey, there, guy. It's not too. It's not too bad. It's just um. Well. Yeah, we're we're filming work. on the run up to Christmas, aren't we? So we're yeah. still we're still in that, still in that Christmas period. Yeah, and then January will be really really dead. So. Yeah, I, I suppose have lots that's to it. say in January. Yeah, you yeah. could have a you could have a break in January, mm, can't you? Hopefully. <laughs> um. Yeah. What have I done? I'll tell you what I've done actually. I finally uh, went on the Friday the Thirteenth game. Did you? I did. Was it good? It was really, was it really, really good? good, yeah. I liked it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I played as Jason, because yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, But yeah, I've not really like got the hang of it yet, because there's a lot of sort of controls and stuff that I don't know, but I had a little go on it yesterday. It's quite good. Sounds good. Yeah, it's very accurate to the films, like when you go in the cabins and stuff. Is it set in one particular film, or is there's it? Uh, no, it's all the different ones. Mm. So there's like different places that you can go, oh. which is quite good. But yeah, yeah, it's really good fun. I like oh, it. We'll have a go. After another, another we'll go. Have a go. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so, yeah, Perfect Blue this week. Mm. It was your first watch. Yeah. 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 As usual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, well, it was, I've got it on DVD, but I can't remember, like, ages ago, somebody recommended it to me. Um, because I think we were talking about, like, anime films or something. And uh, they were like, you need to watch this, it's really, really good. So I ended up buying it and giving it a go. But it is a, it's a really it's good it. film. Those are sometimes the best films, are the ones that you don't... You don't have any expectations. Yeah, you just, yeah. just watch it and... That's it, like, I didn't really yeah. know anything about it. They just said, just watch it, and I was like, right, okay. Mm. And sometimes your favourite films yeah. find you... Yeah, weirdly. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not it. like, I'm nice. gonna love this film, so I'll watch it. You're yeah. Some it just happens. I think the best films that I probably say I enjoy are ones that I didn't have any mm. like expectation of yeah. before and I didn't really know what they were about. Um yeah, it's scored an eight out of ten on IMDB and I think it's it's probably like a fan favourite in the anime world or manga world or whatever. Um there's a uh I'll do a quick synopsis. So after being in Cham, Mima decides to pursue a career in TV. When taking a risky role, she begins to get threats and becomes in danger. But who is the stalker? Mm. So, yeah. the thing, One of the things that I do love about this film is, because it's quite an old DVD, it's not in widescreen. <laughs> so yeah, basically like you get a little box, box round, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. It was great. It was really, really was good. Um... The film opens on it's like um like Power Rangers or something, mm. isn't it? Like they look they look like Power Rangers but they're not Power Rangers. And I think I, I don't know if it's like, like um like a Comic Con or something like that. Um and then you get people chatting about this band called Cham who <laughs> I love and I wish they were <laughs> that real. Song is so catchy, I've had it in my head really since watching the film. Brilliant. But I don't know the lyrics. No. I just have a little, little bit it. of tune in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Um, yeah, so there's like... I noticed like there's a lot of older, me- like middle-aged men in the audience. Mm. Um, and I, and I, I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. But then I've, I've watched this thing where somebody visited Japan and they went to one of these gigs of, of sort of a similar type thing. And it was full of middle-aged men. Yeah. And she she sort of said, oh, like, the cynic in me was like, oh, you, you're just going to, like, be pervy and whatnot. Um, but then, actually, when she went and actually observed it, she was like, they genuinely do, like, really like this band and they are, like, fans of this band yeah. kind of thing. And she said there's something quite sort of innocent about it, which yeah. is quite nice. But apparently, yeah, that is a thing. It, it, it surprised me. Um it goes to there's cham sort of getting ready to go out and then they go out into the into the um stage and then it's a title card that comes up so then we cut to mima who is on the train and she's kind of remembering the gig mm. oh but we we meet the the guy it, yeah it kind of it cuts to her doing sort of everyday stuff so she's like buying some milk. Mm. She's feeding a fish or whatever she's doing. The milk she bought, I noticed, had like a, a. It was cow brand. Yeah, with a weird lid with a sort of elastic back. It was just different yeah, cow milk. brand. You don't see that in Britain, do you? You don't. Um, 
so it's kind of yeah it just kind of they do that a lot and it kind of cuts from her sort of cham life to her everyday life mm. so it's like she's on the train and then um she goes to what happens there oh yeah then we cut to her basically she's just sat by herself like saying nothing and then everyone's kind of talking around her about doing this drama series and then they're sort of saying she can't be a pop star and be an actress yeah. she can't do both yeah. and but like she she doesn't really say anything and it's kind of like for me like it's kind that of, it does show that a lot in like throughout the film like she's surrounded by people but she's by herself yeah People are deciding Which is quite her life. Sad. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely seems like mm. someone who doesn't have anyone who's genuine on her side. She just has people who are, yeah, trying to have a stake in her success. That's it. Which yeah. I can kind of see, like that probably does happen a lot, and and it's quite interesting. I feel like especially nowadays as well, where people sort of have different hats for different things, and that you know they're an actor, they're a singer, mm. they're this and that, and. And maybe like it was a bit un unheard of like earlier on. I don't yeah. know, I don't know. And it's very it made me sort of think about like you get these sort of teen pop people who, who then obviously become adult and people can't deal with it because yeah. they're like, Well, no, you you this this it's quite vision reminiscent that we of Britney. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this vi- this sort of vision we've got of you you're not that person yeah. kind of thing you yeah. know it's quite it's quite interesting um then uh, it goes back to it cuts back to the show and then there's that creepy guy creepy guy i quite kind of his, like him with his hand holding his hand and she's in his hand i thought that was Both quite at a this good, moment holding her <laughs> holding her hands out um then he uh he takes care of some rowdy teens because and they have a little fight don't they mm. and then she like shouts and says stop fighting this is my last performance with chan basically and then everyone's a bit like Ooh. yeah which well, she only does two songs and as well there's the shortest gig in the yeah. world right uh, two song her gig. last performance she does two songs two songs mm. um and then the the credits come over the film um well while they're singing this last song um and then um i've put metamorphosis i'm not sure why i think somebody says something about metamorphosis um and then she basically it it cuts back to her going about her business again so she um she's going shopping and whatnot yeah and then uh Somebody sees her outside and then gives her a card and says, I'm always watching Mima's room. Um, But then nobody really sort of says anything about it. She's just like, oh, thanks, and then walks off kind of thing. Yeah, she talks to her mum. Yeah, I thought... Did you notice her flat was really kind of modest... But quite yeah. quite young and quite modest. Not like someone who's really in control of everything. It was more like mm. she just kind of had it was like a teen bedroom yeah. in a flat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was very tight like very tiny little flat, isn't it? Mm. Um But like obviously they have very small housing 
in yeah, Tokyo. But so. it did, it, it definitely kind of yeah. reinforced the point that she was quite young. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's talking to her mum and then she's like, I'm going to be an actress. And then her mum's kind of saying, well, I thought you wanted to do singing. Like, I thought you wanted to be a pop mm. idol. And she's like, well, you know, I've done it and I'm going to do this now kind of thing. And then um, she gets another phone call. Which is just somebody breathing down the phone, yeah. and she just kind of she just dismisses not weird it at all. Yeah, she yeah, d- yeah. totally dismisses it, doesn't she? Yeah, not bothered. And then uh, she gets a fax. This <laughs> is very yeah. off the time. Fax. She gets a fax. Who faxes? She get she gets a fax that basically just says traitor over and over again, and then she's like, "No, oh, it's a bit creepy." Then uh, she is then at her audition, and it's a. a a TV show called Double Bind, which I, I would probably liken to like CSI or something like that. Yeah, it definitely seemed like it's a kind of um, crime, a, a big show. Yeah. yeah, um, and basically, like, she's got the like, she's like going over this line, and the like, she's only got one line, like, like mm. Excuse me, who are you? Excuse me, who are you? And then there's that it's, again, like, she's just basically sat. With a room full of people, but just by mm. yourself, kind of thing. Um, then the writer comes and has loads of fan letters for the woman who's in this, the like the main woman in the show, and then they're like, "Oh, Mima, you've got one as well." Yeah, which her manager then takes. Which her manager, yeah, ta- yeah. Luckily, well, whatever manager take, yeah. Um, and yeah. And then he he kind of does a walk and talk with somebody and and this guy's, the is sort of saying oh what what about the ending what what's the ending gonna be and is is basically like well, I haven't written, no, it, yet. written it yet oh I haven't written it I haven't yeah. written it yet it'll be whatever and then they're like oh, and then the manager's like saying oh Mima's doing really good like you should use her more and and then they're like oh something about basically saying like oh pop idols turned actresses is not really yeah. a thing. Yeah. Justin Bieber was in an episode of CSI. Really? Yeah, oh I saw God. it. It was when he was, when he still had his sort of young haircut. So I'm not his sure when. His hair. But yeah, his kind of oh. fringe is style. It? Yeah. Yeah, this is a thing. Like, it's so common now like, that people would do that now. Like, nobody would bat an eyelid. Yeah. Um, yeah, then the manager opens the letter for some reason and then it, and then there's a big bang. And he gets sent to hospital because yeah. he, his hands get... Yeah, so it's not lethal, but it's just a, a very Yeah, because I think it says next thing. one, it yeah. says something like next one will be real. This is yeah. just a warning or something like that. Um. Then it goes to, she's back at her home and Rumi's setting up a computer for her. Oh, yeah. And then basically says, oh, he was fine. He went to the hospital. It's fine. And then... Yeah, he's okay. But she's kind of like, shouldn't we call the police? No, no. And they're like, oh, no, it'll no. be fine. Absolute flippant attitude to... Uh, to a bomb. A tiny bomb. Yeah. A letter bomb. A letter bomb. A letter, a letter, letter bomb. bomb, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, not bothered. Um, And then... She's trying to, like, show her the internet, and it's like, this is the internet. And she's like, ooh. ooh. But then I was thinking, like, when I was in middle school, I remember when the internet came out, which was probably, like, about the same time as this came out, and it's like the a big... came out. They did! Like, the internet came the out. The internet b- became... 
I remember, Something I remember all of the class sitting around yeah. one computer at this internet. Yeah. It was amazing. And then she's like, oh, it's too hard. I can't understand it. And she's kind of, yeah, she she kind of, she plays a bit of a sort of, oh, mm. don't double know what click. I'm doing. What? Double quack. What? what do I want? Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, I'll tell you again. And then it basically goes to her typing. So she goes to this memers room. And mm. then she, I love it because she's like, H T T. P. I love it. I love it. Um, and it basically it reads like a diary, and it she's just reading everything that she's done that day, and mm. she's like, "Well, that's a bit weird. Like, who?" Yeah. Is this? So this and is where she actually she starts to get she starts to get creeped a bit out. Paranoid. She should have been creeped out quite a long time before, but yeah. this is when it really hits home. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, it's it. I feel like um. Uh, an amount of time must have passed because I think she's getting more and more roles in, in this TV. Mm. She's getting more lines and whatnot. So it like cuts to the TV show where they're filming a scene and a model has died and it's a fifth victim. And then uh, her agents are saying, she's got three scenes. Is it really worth her quitting her pop career for this? Like, yeah. she want, we want more scenes for her, etc. Um. And she says something about Rumi used to be a pop idol. But obviously now she's yeah. like a... So back, back I don't know if she's like an day. agent or just someone who kind of looks after her, kind of, maybe. Yeah, she's sort of, it's kind of like she works for the record yeah. company as a handler yeah. type thing. Yeah, Handler, that's handler it. Handler in the, yeah. the terminology of mm-hmm. the music industry. Yeah, and then it kind of goes to... Um, it goes to some guys talking about double bound and saying oh Mima's getting more screen time and she's like on the billboard like very small mm. but she is actually there and then someone says can someone save her please because it's kind of a you know she should stick to doing a pop yeah. thing kind of um yeah and then she she gets off the train because it says something about her. She's got to like get her left foot yeah, off the train. So like her, in her diary, her day went badly because she, she yeah. She so she do, she doesn't want to step with that mm. foot, but somebody pushes her and she does, and then she basically freaks out and runs through the train station, and then it sort of show the the this like creepy guy the the sort of hand guy he kind of appears and yeah you he's see kind of him, in the background yeah, a lot he's he's all over the place he doesn't really yeah. say anything he just kind of it's creepy stands there being yeah. creepy um then it's uh cham Uriduo now and then it goes to it looks like her normal day life but then you find out that it's actually a scene from double bind because she gets approached by somebody who says do you want yeah. to be a model but but it's all very the whole sort of film is like that like you're kind of really disorientated about what's very real and what isn't real yeah, and what's in the program and it's obviously and it, it's deliberate and it kind of adds to her yeah it yeah kind of adds to it's really clever the viewers sense of mm. her losing herself sort of thing and then you get confused and then everyone's confused yep. yeah it is it's really cleverly done um then it goes to it goes to the they want her to basically do a rape scene in this thing and in a, in a handler room she goes mad and she's like she is absolutely not doing it and she's just not happy and then basically it ends up saying she she just says i'll do it because obviously she wants to 
Mm, she wants to please she everyone. She wants to please everybody. Yeah, and she, wants to... a, she wants to have a successful career and everyone's yeah. pushing her to, to pursue it and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so she she films this rape scene and it's and somebody says, um, like somebody is like, oh, she's so young and 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 it's re- it's really awkward to watch. It's, it's not horrible. a very nice thing to watch. At it's all. horrible. Yeah, like, it's horrible. Rumi takes off. She ends up like crying and walking off, and then like the guy who like is apparently raping is like, oh, I'm really sorry, are you all right, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's really horrible to watch. It's so awkward. So then we get a flashback to Cham, um, where they've finished, I'm assuming they've finished a gig, but she's in a dressing room, just sat by herself. Which is very interesting, because um, we watched a thing about Darren Aronofsky mm. and he is like a massive fan of this film like massive fan um, and he actually bought the rights to this film so a lot of his work has scenes from this film in like yeah. um, Black Black Swan it is essentially this but with ballerinas yeah it's, it's interesting isn't it because there's a lot of if he bought the rights yeah there's a, well i think he was going to do an, a live action remake of it but it never kind of happened okay. i think it should happen because i think it would be really good i'd watch it and i it. think people would enjoy it yeah um there's a scene where he there's a scene that he basically used uh, it's in requiem for a dream and it's where jennifer connelly's like sat in the bath and then just screams in the bath that's basically the same mm. scene so he bought the rights just to just to use scene. scene. I know it's crazy. Um, yeah. So it she's finished doing this horrible, horrible scene. She was on her own, and then she's in the car, and then the um, like a manager kind of goes to say something. I don't know what he was gonna say, but then he's like, I think he was gonna show concern for. Yeah, and then he's like, oh. Do you want some to eat? Kind of yeah, thing. let's kind take of you out for a delicious it. meal. And she's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then it they drive past the creepy guy again because he's always there. Um, And then she gets back home and she's going to feed a fish, but they're all dead. And then she kind of, because she kind of comes back in and she's really jovial and she's like, oh. And then she sees him and then literally she just breaks down, yeah. doesn't she? It's really, really sad. And she's like, and she's like, I didn't want to do it, but I didn't you know i wanted to make them happy and i didn't want to do it and and it's like clearly not about the fish at all yeah um did you get new fish this they is are alive later no i think this is the first time that she sees herself as cham mima so she's in like the dress mm, and the bow and stuff yeah. and she's like like mocking her basically yeah she's got this alter ego kind of cuts back to the fish are alive so I think she she starts to experience some sort of psychosis because I think people are kind of pushing her in that direction. They're kind of gaslighting her a bit. Yeah. That's what I thought. So then it goes to the guy, the guy who keeps seeing this creepy guy who's called Mr. Mamania, typing out this diary. Um. He really is. So you're a bit like, a little oh, bit what's going on there, kind of thing. Yeah. And then it goes to her saying, like doing an interview, and she's like, you know, kind of brushing off this scene that she's done, you know, oh, but I'm an actor, so that's why I had to do, etc. Um, 
and also I notice she changes her dress sense as well like mm. her tops are a bit lower cut she's wearing scarves she's wearing makeup yeah and kind of projecting an appearance that's very different from it's a child the pop, like idol charm yeah. kind of thing and then you hear you sort of have these conversations with people um sort of overheard and there's somebody saying oh that's not Mima why yeah that's not her at all kind of thing um she's still reading this Mima's room website and then it says something about an email, which I laughed because she was like, I have email. <laughs> Very of the time. Um, and then she sees in the computer the Cham version of her again. And then she's basically like, no one cares about you now. Mm. You're filthy, you're tarnished. You know, you're not me. I was a pop idol. You are a garbage person, basically. <laughs> and yeah, she kind so it's kind of... Kinda... Her inner voice is manifesting. And then she kind of like, she throws something at the screen, I think, and then it just goes to her own reflection. So she kind mm. of starts to see stuff. And then we go to the parking garage at Double Bind and the writer is there. I kind of like the writer. I thought it was a shame that he died. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of liked him. He, You see this Double Bind sign covered in blood and he's just like, oh, for God's sake. And then he hears the music of Cham playing somewhere mm. and then he goes it basically it builds up and he goes to the lift and then there's like a stereo in it old but school stereo it, yeah yeah you don't see them Very like that all the time no. then it cuts away but then it cuts to the um the lift doors open and he's just dead in the in the lift yeah like, it's a really it's like a little bit violently it's really well shot like for a for an animation it's almost like it's been shot as a proper film yeah. do you know what i mean it's really really good but yeah he's he's gone and he's not so good it's not he's absolutely not going to and then it kind that. of and then it just cuts to someone reading the paper that the the guy has died um, and I think she. She sees. Cham Mima again, and she's like, "Serves you right," and then like cuts again, and mm. she's not there, and you. By this point, you're like, "What is actually yeah, happening?" What is occurring? Um, and then she. Oh, she sees um, the other two who she was in the band with. They're a duo now, and they they basically getting in the charts and doing quite well they've done a song that's like done better than they had yeah, done when she was in it like, yeah well, the number 86 like we've never charted before yeah. 86 isn't that good but but still it's better than not yeah. charting at all and then one of them says oh she's got this photo shoot and then one of them's like oh is she gonna be all right because he's got a bit of a reputation mm. of like doing nudie shots or whatever which he lives which he up basically to, does. He yeah. lives up to that reputation. Which yeah. he basically does, um, and it kind of cut again. It cuts with Cham performing, and then and then this photo shoot. So she's kind of in it again, and it's more like adult mm. stuff, and people won't like it. And then it cuts to her in the bath, and then she just screams. Yeah. Which yeah. is the the same one that I was talking about before. Yeah, she's but... 
clearly kind of being a little bit controlled yeah. by different people, but she doesn't really get her own voice. Like she doesn't really want to be in Cham anymore because she wants to. She's outgrown yeah. it, but she doesn't want to. She's move like, into she's a adult people direction. pleaser. She's a yeah. people pleaser. She just wants to make people happy, and she's like, "This is gonna further my career, yeah. so I'm gonna do it." And I and I, if especially in this kind of day and age with like. Harvey Weinstein and all this yeah, it's coming not at surprising you. It's not. It this probably sort of happened, happened a lot. Yeah. Like because people want to be successful, and there's not a lot of regulation up. in industries that involve who you know and opportunities and stuff yeah. like that. It's yeah. not like you can work your way through like a system. It's like you just yeah, someone, it's just kind of that. You're depending you, on someone, someone gives you a chance, basically. You up. Yeah, yeah, and I. It, it's quite frightening, really, to be honest. Mm. Like it's 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 scary stuff. But also, so many people want to be involved in these industries that there's there's yeah. no shortage. If you were like, yeah, that's not for me. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, we'll just get someone else. That's the attitude, I think, yeah. as well. There's always somebody else. Yeah. So they're not they're not bothered, and it's kind of a very it's like a very throwaway kind of outlook, mm. you know. Like, and it's like with with women, they get too old. There's somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Um, yeah, we cut to the guy, this Mr. Mamania. He's typing on this memes room and basically saying, oh, I've done this today and I've done this. And you think, oh my God. Yeah. And then he sees um, Cham Mima, who basically says, This woman's an imposter she's taking over my life and doing all this stuff and yeah. I would never do this because yeah. I'm a pop idol. And that's what he believes. And you need to get rid of her. Yeah. You need to stop. Got her in a, he's, yeah. It's like he's got her in that same shot where he's holding her in his hand from his perspective at the beginning. It's like he's got her in a snow globe as perfect yeah sort of childlike pop star in mm-hmm. his little world. And, and that's what he, that's what he a, wants. That's what he's obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, it does. It kind of shows a bit more of her on double bind. So she's she's getting a bit more. Mm. I think, like I say, it's like a passage of time where she's getting a bit more roles and she's getting she's getting more notoriety, I suppose, yeah. for her performance. And then, Cham, do a podcast. <laughs> it's basically a podcast before yeah. podcasts were a thing, which I love. It was like a little radio thing and yeah. they were telling him about news and stuff and I was like, oh my God, Cham podcast. I'd listen to it. I would too. I would, I would listen to Cham. That I would one song in the beginning Cham. is still it's so bloody catchy, isn't so it? good, yeah. I wonder if you can get it anywhere. Maybe. Mm, might mm. have to look. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it kind of, yeah, Mima, she keeps seeing... Seeing this Cham meme, Cham there's a really nice, yeah. there's a really nice shot where, um, and and the way she moves as well, she just kind of hops and skips she just and floats away. Yeah. And she's like running after her, and it's and it's raining, and there's all these umbrellas, but it's like an overhead shot, and she's like running through these people. Mm. It's really really cool. Yeah, the imaginary Cham meme mm. is extremely in control. Yeah. Of like she just moves through everything. Yeah. Like she's dictating things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. By the by, this point as well. Also, you you see. Um, there's a there's a sort of recurring bit where she's like she goes to sleep, and then 
something happens and then she wakes up mm. and then and then something else happens and she wakes up and it keeps it it keeps doing that cycle and 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 by this point you're just like is this real is this not yeah. real i actually do not know um you can see like her room like the more sort of disturbed she becomes like a, a room's very immaculate at the beginning yeah. and it gets messier it gets and messier more and, more and messier cluttered. and messier yeah um yeah it and then room is like are you all right because i think i'm i'm a bit worried about she's kind obviously of becoming more erratic yeah but yeah. obviously there's a reason behind that yeah um yeah. yeah and then she um she ends up like grabbing a cup and crushing it crushing it, it. she's like is this actually my blood am i actually real yeah. i don't actually know and you so just clearly, like oh my mate like you're having a right shocker now she just needs someone who's on her side this is it there's nobody just support her a little bit yeah i feel like this is a thing as well especially with like you you hear about actors who've like died and mm. and stuff's happened to them and stuff and I feel like a lot of it is there's people there who don't say no to them yeah and they don't they're not real with them and say look right this is yeah because they're on the doing. on the gravy you... train of being part of yep. like an entourage yeah so they oh absolute yes yeah. yes people I I'd be excellent I'd be a no person yeah. for hire I'd be like no <laughs> definitely you're not doing that put down yeah. them drugs no. I'm having none of it. Yeah. I would. Get them told. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should um, move out to Hollywood and I start will, telling. I will. Tell them yeah. off. So sort your life out. Come on. Um, Then it cuts to a pizza guy at the door of the photographer. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're yeah, a funny yeah, pizza guy. And then basically guy. he gets stabbed very many times oh yeah it's pretty brutal it's quite gory and he kind graphic. of it kind of runs through his house and then there's like a big screen with pictures of Mima on it and then it kind of because you don't see who it is and then it zooms to her face and she's the killer and she's basically just stabbing him and stabbing him and stabbing him mm. and then she wakes up so she's a bit like i don't actually know if i did that or not um yeah, and then she wakes up to a, a grip on reality, isn't she? Definitely. Yeah. She wakes up to a phone call that the photographer's dead, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then she finds some bloody clothes in yeah. a, in a wardrobe. So she's like, "Oh my god!" I think I might have done it. It's the bag as well that they're in, which is the one that she was shopping with in the Mister Mimania. Um, Nina's oh, house. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the initials on it. But yes, it, it was. Was the same bag she had in the kind of the the imagery yeah. from the diary recounting. Yeah, and then it kind of it goes to the the TV shows kind of that mirroring what is happening because they write her in to be the killer and she's like met up this. She's met up this personality on the show as the killer kind of thing. Mm. Um. So by this point, you're thinking, oh, my God, has she actually cracked it and she's just killing everybody? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, the film makes you doubt yeah. your belief in That's Mima it. just as much as she's doubting it by making yeah. you think, well, maybe she is the killer. Maybe she is yeah. the killer. She's got the, the stuff. Um, by by this point, Double Bind is finished and it's wrapping and you can tell, like, she just looks... She looks a bit She looks out. a right mess, yeah, doesn't she? Let's she looks be honest. Good. Yeah, 
She's, yeah, she looks like she's not slept in about 500 years. <laughs> and she needs a coffee and a, and a, and a, a cuddle, really. Mm, a coffee and a cuddle. A coffee and a cuddle, yeah. that's what she needs. Um, but then she, she's kind of finished and then she just doesn't know what's going on. Um, she's in the... She's in the um like the studio by herself at this point, and then she sees Mister Mamania, doesn't she? Mm. Who, who then attacks her, and tries to rape her, which is just horrible. Yeah. Um, and he's basically saying like, "You need to be stopped. You need you're tarnished. You're you're an imposter." And, and yeah. Stuff. So obviously he believes it as well so then you're like oh my god it was him the whole time because yeah. you see him and you're like he's weird and then you think well, well, maybe he's just maybe, he's maybe just it's a bit strange. of a red herring yeah. and, but then no you're like no he and is. she she checks him out with a hammer yeah she gives him a good whack to the eye yeah that's pretty horrible um and then she sees roomy and she's like all the clothes are tattered and everything and she's like oh my god what happened to you and she will like we'll get you home we'll take you home yeah so fortunately roomy is about because the manager um had left yeah roomy stayed behind because she was looking for her wasn't she she was, she couldn't find her anywhere yeah. and then she says i'll take you home to mima's room which i thought was weird mm. so she wakes up in a house and then she's like Rumi still here and she's like yeah um and then she I think she tries to call the manager yeah she's like reason. oh wait, I better call him I better call him and let him know what's and happened his and then phone it, is ringing and it's him dead yeah and Mr Mamani are dead so they're still at the so studio. we know that Mima didn't... Mima, Mima killed Mr. Mamania, but she but didn't she kill, didn't the, kill the manager, but they're both there. Yeah. And, and Mr. Mamania's body has been moved. She looks up and sees the poster of Cham in her house, but when she goes to pursue her other career, she actually takes that poster down, mm. and then she realises that that isn't her house. And also, it's very, very tidy, because it wasn't tidy before. Yeah. Very tidy, so she's not in a house. She's in Rumi's house, I think. And Rumi comes out... Dressed. Dressed as yeah. Cham Mima. Yeah. But you don't see that. You see Mima as, as Cham yeah, Mima. Yeah, so Rumi is both. There's like, um, there's a reflection in the mirror... And it shows that it's actually Rumi. So yeah. she's kind of taken on this personality of her... Cham Mima. So Chan old Mima. Mima. So basically, yeah. she has been gaslighting the shit out of her for ages. Yeah. And sending her onto the brink of insanity. Yeah. Didn't know who she was. Didn't know what she was doing. And it was her the whole time. Oh, the whole time. So I thought it was a good reveal, that Yeah, though. it was a very good reveal. Because Rumi kind of seemed like the, the most supportive character like, like quite a maternal, maternal character yeah, that's it it's kind of seemed like the one person that she could, could rely on. on yeah yeah and then 
it it kind of culminates in a in a sort of chase scene around Tokyo yeah. basically, doesn't it? And there's a there's like it it kind of shows Mima's running away and then and then Chan Mima's sort of hopping, hopping and floating away. Behind her. But then there's a there's an amazing shot where she's running past this like glass building and it and it shows Cham Mima sort of hopping along, but then the reflection is Rumi just running Run, sprinting, for her, like yeah. holding this umbrella, but sweating. She, yeah, she picked up an umbrella to stab her. Yeah, oh, it's that's horrible. the weapon it's of creepy. choice. Yeah, and also she flings herself off a roof at one point to like, yeah, try and get away like from it. Balcony flight. I don't flight. know if I could do that. No, I'd be too scared. Couldn't do it. I don't know. I'd end up getting killed because I'd be like, oh. Which would you rather be? Stabbed with an umbrella or fall from, off, a fall from a balcony? Yeah. It's a bit of a choiceless choice, really, isn't it? It certainly is. <laughs> it certainly is. Um, yeah, and it culminates. She, uh, she stabs... She stabs Mima, does Rumi, and then she pulls this wig off her head, doesn't she? And then she looks in her reflection and realises, oh. It's this whole time. She kind of flicks back to Rumi, yeah. doesn't she? And then she ends up falling on a piece of glass and cutting her neck. Yeah. And then she puts the wig back on and, like, wanders into the road and she just turns around and she's, like, got blood on her face. But it's Mima. It's Mima again. Yeah, so they're constantly sort of chopping between then, um, different personas. And then, it, yeah, and then a truck comes with, like, big headlights and she kind of stands up to, like welcome her audience yeah. don't she? and then Mima knocks her out of the way how she how? managed to do that that was a, a good tackle I think a I think it's been clipped it by clip. the, the lorry because it's sent them twirling across the road yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she'd have moved her to be honest no. she's a bit bigger than her Um, and then it cuts to she she looks down and sees Rumi next to her not Cham Mima. Yeah. So that I feel like that's kind of a sign. She's actually like, oh my god, like I'm actually not losing my mind. <laughs> Luckily, um, and then a sort of amount of time must pass, and it's Rumi's in a psychiatric yeah. hospital, um, and Mima's visiting her, and she sort of says, well. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't know who I was, well, yeah. kind of thing. Um, it shows how mature Mimi is that she's. That she goes to visit her as well, Ruby. but then I guess yeah. she was probably somebody who she kind of looked up to and spent a yeah. lot spent a lot of time with, and 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 I don't think that fully goes away, despite the fact that you know she's tried to kill her a lot. Well, she tried to kill her to stop her from taking away Cham. Mm. Mima, so but I think she complicated. Yeah, complicated. and I think uh, I think a lot of it as well. She probably feels quite sorry for her because I think mm. she she lost her career. Her career didn't yeah reach where Mima was at, and, and then she's clearly she had ill. To so re recapture it through Mima, which obviously didn't didn't work. Work, no. yeah. And then uh, she she goes back to a car, and there's people whispering, saying, "Oh, is that is that Mima?" So she must be doing quite well now. Mm. Um. And she looks in a rearview mirror and then just says, she says something like, yeah, that's that's me. That's definitely me or something yeah, like I know that. Who I am now. And then it finishes. Yeah. 
And then you're just like, what, what? the yeah. hell? So it certainly <laughs> had some twists. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. It's bloody brilliant. It's good, I love isn't it? it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's really, it's really creepy. Mm. It's, there's a good twist. It's very disorientating. It is very, yeah. very disorientating. I think because, well, we're both quite like fans of David Lynch and stuff, mm. so I think so, yeah. it's kind of that. I'm not sort of like, weirdness. scared of being confused, mm. but it's only to do that. Mm. If you could understand that phrasing, that I put it so well. You couldn't put it better than yeah. I just put it, but you know what I mean. It's very disorientating. It certainly is. And yeah. you, when you, when the film's finished, it does kind of. It leaves you it thinking wraps about up, and you're it. like, "Oh, that's good," but then you, a part of you is like, "What have I just watched?" Yeah. Like it, it takes you a while to process it and and sort of think it through and stuff. Like I've watched a few videos on it and stuff, just to get like a good idea of. Of it, but yeah, it's it's really good, it's and good. I think they should make it into a live action. Yeah, like normally I wouldn't say this, but I feel like it'd be really good, especially if they updated it to be yeah. today. Yeah, because there's there's so much more social media now than there was. Was it ninety seven? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like, I think I I do think I think it would lend itself, especially with like the stuff that's gone on, like say with like Harvey Weinstein and, mm. and all that. Like, I think. I think they could make it really like of the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, really good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, my rating is a. F- I think a five out of five. Actually. Oh yeah, I'd give five out of five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's probably not to everyone's taste. It's not gory. But. So it's probably it a one good. or a two. Yeah, I mean there's a bit of there's a bit of blood, but it's but it's animated. It's animated, so it's, so not, it's yeah. it doesn't have quite the same. But they then, can get away with being much more violent in animated things sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um and humor, there's a, there's sort of a little bit of humor, but generally it's not that funny. Yeah. So <laughs> give it a one out of five. The funniest bit is um Mima learning to use the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've all been it really there. Is, yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the, that's that. That's film. Yeah. I strongly recommend it. Mm. People should watch it. And Darren Aronofsky, if you're listening, I think you should make a live-action version. Wow. Well, because that'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird, like, because we watched a video, didn't we, of, like, um, some of the scenes and, and comparing them to his work, and they are very pretty similar. much shot for shot. Like, when... In Black Swan, she's sat in the dressing room by herself. That's pretty much the same. Yeah. The when they're going out onto the stage, like for ballet, because I think because somebody did a, a thing where they put the cham dialogue on Black and, Swan and it, and it fitted worked very really well. well yeah. yeah, but I'd never really sort of twigged about that apart from I knew about the uh, Requiem for a Dream, but yeah, it, that blew my mind that. But yeah, he must be. He must like be really a fan of it because he's homaged it a lot. It certainly has. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, live action, get it done. Mm. It'll be good. It's a good story. Apparently, it's a book. Yeah, I might read it. Yeah, there's a book and a sequel Ooh. to the book also. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if uh, I should make the sequel as well. Yeah, exciting. Why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> It's yeah. easy to get a film made in Hollywood. Of course it is. Yeah. Come it's on. Straightforward. Come on, guys. Yeah. There must be somebody who wants to bankroll this film. I I would say. 
Yeah. So there you go. That's there you go. That's our uh, pre-Christmas second yeah. recording. What are we doing next? I was thinking, because I found it on Prime the other day, we should sure. do Suspiria. Yeah. The original Suspiria. Yep. Mm. Let's do that. Yeah, I was lo- I was looking through and I found it the other day, so I'll do that. I'll do that. Sounds good. Yeah. I'll introduce you to the world of Jallo. Yeah. Mm. Bit of Jallo. Well, how do you say it? Jallo. 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 Jello, Jello, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, I'm not Italian. Yellow, yeah, yellow, and yellow, jaune. But we'll get into that next week. Yes. <laughs> In the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Horrorpod, and we are also on email, which is Wonderful and Strange at Hotmail dot com. And we wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Next week. No, next, New Year. Next year. Next year. Next year. Whoa. See you next year. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. See you next year. See then. you next year. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com thisishome today.